You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. In this podcast, the queen of manifesting herself, Kelly Walker, Kelly Walker, will teach you how to manifest everything you need to live your purpose at a higher level. And now, your queen, queen. Kelly Walker. Hi, it's Kelly Walker, and thank you for joining me today on the Queen of Manifesting podcast. We are going to talk about emotions today. Now, that can be a triggering subject. And um, I think that it is something that we need to talk about. Because right now, it seems like the whole world is triggered. And a lot of people are experiencing negative emotions. And on a, a bigger scale than ever before. And so I think that the vibration of the planet in general need some um, TLC. So we're going to talk about how to manage your emotions today because we need to raise the vibration of the planet these days. And so let's talk about it. Just like everything in nature has an ebb and flow, like the tides, the temperatures, the seasons, us humans have fluctuations in our emotional state. Some of us call them mood swings. Some of us call them having a good day or a bad day or maybe getting into a funk or which side of the bed we woke up on. But whatever we call it, we definitely experience highs and lows in our emotional state. I was researching this the recently and I saw that researchers are saying that our moods are tied to the lunar cycle more than anyone ever thought possible. So if you tend to even get uh, triggered for no reason during a certain time of the month, male or female, um, I invite you to look at that. Maybe that's something that if, that is affecting your emotions too. I don't know. I'm going to start looking into it myself and see if I see a correlation in my mood swings, <laughs> my emotional states, and see if, if for me that's true. Anyway, that's just a little side note. Whatever the cause, our emotional state varies a lot from from different times in each day, from day to day, week to week. And while it is completely normal, I know that at least me, for myself, I enjoy not being in the lower spectrum of emotions very often. Because once I get down there, I tend to stay down there. And so I really like to keep myself in a higher vibration, in a more positive um, emotional state so that I can keep going, keep progressing and not get stuck spinning my wheels down in the lower vibrations where we do tend to get stuck once we get there. So one of the things I always say, like this is my catchphrase, what you focus on grows. And I use that to teach manifesting. I use that to teach the law of attraction. I use that to teach how your subconscious mind works. It is a universal thing that we all do 
It is a universal truth. And once we understand it fully, we can manage it better. So think about what you focus on most of the time during the day. That's the thing you're going to manifest more of. So look at moods. When you're in a bad mood, do you notice that you tend to gain momentum in your bad mood? And you notice that more and more things irritate you. (laughs) It snowballs. Negative emotions are powerful. And sometimes they blot out everything else. They just take over. And when you're triggered, it can seem like everyone in your world is trying to set you off. Now, it's not actually true. But because what you focus on grows and you're focusing on your anger, you see more and more things to get angry about. You take harmless comments completely insultingly and you get triggered by them. Or you take a totally neutral um, experience and you turn it negative. You find the negative in it. And that's because what you focus on grows. If you focus on your irritation, you're going to find more things to irritate you. And something I've noticed in my life is that when I am irritated, (laughs) and I'm laughing because my poor husband, but when I'm irritated, I think he's irritated. I project it onto him. So when I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, what is wrong with him? Why is he being so rude today? (laughs) Why is he being so mean and thoughtless? Well, he is not. It's me being irritated and focusing on my irritation. So when you're feeling cranky, you will notice everyone around you starts to feel cranky. And while you do sometimes rub off on people, It's usually just you misinterpreting everything as an attack because you're in a bad mood. So that's what manifesting is. That's, you know, you manifest what you focus on. Whatever you put mental and emotional energy into is what you manifest more of into your life. So when you're irritated, when you're depressed, everything around you is depressing. When you're hurt, everyone around you seems hurtful. When you're Uh, impatient everyone around you goes slow on purpose to piss you off (laughs) okay but it's not true it's just because that's what we're focusing on unfortunately emotional management is not something they teach in school and I wish they did it's also not something that comes naturally you know you can look at a baby and you can see this process happening We learn how to self-soothe. Babies will start sucking their thumbs or they'll uh, rock or do something to soothe themselves. But as we grow up, these self-soothing behaviors can become destructive. We We can start doing behaviors that are less effective, less productive, because they soothe us, but... On the flip side, they're actually hurting us. So behaviors like this are um, like overeating, 
emotional eating, you know, eating your emotions so you don't have to feel them. Um, drinking drugs, anything to numb your feelings, numb your thoughts, let you check out of life for a while. Um, these kind of behaviors can cause serious damage. They can destroy your relationships, destroy your health, destroy your ability to perform in life just as a normal person. So even though in the moment they soothe you uh, over the long haul, they actually destroy you. So what do we do about that? How do we get to the point where triggers aren't causing us to engage in behaviors that make things worse. So when you find yourself triggered, depressed, frustrated with your current situation or the trials, especially when you go through trials, most people get triggered over trials. Um, so when this happens, you have options. You always have options. So the most uh, easy option probably for most people and one that I still do, even though I am a life coach, I still do this sometimes. The first option is wallow in your misery. Stay in that low vibration. This allows you to attract more things that make you miserable. Yay! <laughs> you get to be the victim. This is the payoff, you guys. You get to be the victim. Sometimes that's a big payoff. Sometimes you just want to say, no, this isn't fair. Life isn't fair. I never get a break, whatever, you know, you get to take the blame off of you. You get to relinquish the responsibility for your life and you get to play the victim. You get to blame others for your unhappiness. And so you're saying, look, it's not my fault. And that soothes you. That's a self-soothing behavior too. Also, when you do that, when you wallow in your misery, you get to bring down everybody around you. You get to spread your misery. And you guys know the saying, what is misery love? That's right. Misery loves company. So option number one, wallow in your misery, spread it all around, bring everybody down with you. Okay. Not optimal, but you know, it's one of your options. All right. Option number two, ignore your feelings. Pretend they're not there. Just push through. Just, just push your way through it and don't even let yourself go there. Just, just keep going. Ignore them. Um, this allows you to eat your emotions, um, and increase your body size. You know, if you're an emotional eater, this, this is, this is what you might do. Ignore your feelings and eat them. Eat enough so that you're numb, distract yourself, and then you get to put off dealing with your emotions. You don't have to deal with them right now. You just get to grow your body so you can store more of them inside of you, which, you know, causes problems later down the road. But in the moment, it is soothing. Eventually, these feelings that you're eating and ignoring and storing, they build up to the point where they can no longer be contained. And then they explode out of you from all the pressure. Then you get to deal with the mass destruction that your explosion causes. And that is usually not 
a happy thing. That is usually not a good thing. The people around you suffer greatly when you ignore your feelings until you explode. The explosion causes serious damage to your relationships. So it's an option, but it's not ideal. Option number three. Face your feelings and acknowledge that you are mad. Acknowledge that somebody hurt your feelings. Acknowledge that you are irritated as crap. Acknowledge that you're jealous of somebody. Or that you're just exhausted. Or that you feel ashamed of something about yourself, about your life. Or you're embarrassed. Or any other negative emotions that are coming up. Let yourself feel them. You don't have to edit your emotions, you guys. Emotions are there to tell us something. Emotions are a message to us from our subconscious saying, hey, something's wrong. We need to look at this. We need to come up with a better way to deal with this. Because look, it hurts. It's not working. So your emotions are a message. And if you ignore them, you don't get the message. You don't deal with the root cause. So facing your feelings is super empowering. So let yourself feel them and then process them. Do your favorite emotional release tool. So there's so many emotional release tools. There's like write and burn, letters to God, scream therapy, exercise, breaking plates, anger cleaning, whichever process helps you the most do it. Find yours and do it. It's awesome. And once you face your feelings and say, wow, I, I am feeling really cranky today. What's up? What do I need to release this? And then go do it. Oh my gosh. You're going to get out of that lower vibration way faster. You're not going to destroy people around you. You're not going to destroy your health. You're not going to destroy your relationships. It's a really great way to deal with your negative emotions. And then number four, I actually, let's take a little break. And when I come back, I'll tell you number four, and then I'm going to teach you some really great emotional release techniques. Okay. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Okay. We're back. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, so we just talked about uh, three ways to handle negative emotions. And now we're going to talk about the fourth one. Ask yourself, what am I learning from this experience? What is this teaching me? What do I need to learn so that I can move on? Remember, you guys, God, your higher power, the universe, whatever you call the the source behind life, I call God. Remember that God teaches us through trials, which means no trial that we go through is pointless. It's always got a plan. There's always a reason we're going through it because there is something we need to learn from it. We can learn something valuable from every crappy triggering thing that happens to us and if we don't learn the thing we need to then we get to experience that trigger again and again 
until we figure it out. So the person who recognizes their triggered state quickly and then jumps straight to this option, option number four, of asking themselves what the lesson is, that's the person I want to be. That's the level I want to be at. And it's totally healthy to process your triggers first and then ask yourself what the lesson is because processing your emotions lets you release that buildup before it starts. And it helps you clear your mind so that you can get to the question sooner. What am I learning from this experience without being all mad and cranky and distracted by your negative emotions? Processing your triggers is always a good idea. If we had the tools and the training to manage our emotions in a healthier way, we would all be so much happier. We'd be so much more productive. We would be so much more emotionally intelligent. We would have more unconditional love for ourselves and others. And we would connect at a deeper level with other people. The world would be a much happier, kinder, gentler place if everybody learned how to manage their emotional triggers. If you think about, you know, crimes and disasters, if you, um, if you compare what they all have in common, they all are usually caused by emotional triggers in, in even just one person. One person's emotional trigger can cause a, a huge ripple effect of crime, disaster, abuse, all kinds of bad things. So you do make a difference with your emotions. When you control them, you're not sending out a ripple effect of hate and anger and frustration. When you control them, you're sending out a ripple effect of calm and acceptance and maturity. So I want to talk about my favorite tools to manage and process emotions. So when you process your emotions, you're going through some sort of um, a series of steps that takes you from feeling triggered to feeling calm. Okay, so we're going to talk about processing your emotions. That's what that means. In case you weren't familiar with that term to process your emotions. So my number one favorite is called write and burn. And I, I know a ton of people that do this. This is a really common one. So hopefully you've heard of it and you've done it. But if not, um, here's how I do it. And actually, even though I call it write and burn, I usually write and rip. Meaning I, it's too hard to go start a fire somewhere. We don't have a fire pit. We don't have a fireplace. So it's kind of a hassle to set up the burning station at my house. So I rip instead, almost always. So here's how you do it. Notice that you're triggered. Sometimes we get cranky and we don't realize it for a few hours and we don't acknowledge it and it just gets worse and worse and worse. So try to notice sooner that you're triggered and then go get a sheet of paper and something to write with. 
go into a, a quiet room by yourself. You don't really, you don't want to do this with people around you and you don't want noise or talking or anything to distract you because you really need to focus on releasing. So sit down and start writing. Just start the word vomit. Let it all out onto the paper. So think of the emotions as um, actual like energetic objects in your body that need released. And imagine them as you are writing these words, the, um, the emotional energy objects come up to your shoulder and then down your arm um, to your fingers and into your pen or pencil and out onto the paper. So you are literally draining the negative energy out of your body onto the paper. So I want you to know that you have complete permission to just be as mean and nasty as you want to with this process. You write it all out. All your anger, resentment, indignation, unfairness, all of it. Get mean. Swear. Cuss like a sailor. Say all those things you really wish you could say, but you can't because of the consequences. You get to say them all on the paper and there are no bad consequences. Nobody will ever see this. You'll never be judged for this. So be as unfiltered as you want to be. Literally let it out full force. When you've got a full page of mean, nasty, whiny, hatefulness written down, ask yourself, did I get it all out? Scan your emotions, scan your heart, scan your mind. Is there more lurking in there? Or are you done for now? If you are done for now, take your paper and if you want to burn it, go outside and burn it. Or if that's a hassle, stay where you are, pick it up and rip it into tiny shreds of paper. Then get up and go throw it in the garbage. If you ask yourself if you're done and you don't feel like you're done, turn the paper over and keep going. Keep going until you feel emptied out and then go write it. I mean, and then go burn it or go rip it. All right. So that is the write and burn process. And you can, you can do this every day, even if you're not triggered. It's a really, um, it's a really effective way of daily maintenance. You know, you, you brush your teeth, you shower, you make your bed, you feed yourself. You do all these things for daily maintenance. Think about doing a write and burn for your emotional daily maintenance. I think it's a really, really good idea. And I do it pretty frequently. I don't do it every day, but boy, when I do it, it really helps. It makes a big difference. Okay. My second favorite tool this is the one where I sometimes probably look like a crazy person is getting out into nature and letting the trees or the river or the sun drain my negative emotions from me. I often go up to a tree. I place my hands on it, close my eyes, and I ask the tree if it would be willing 
to drain the negative emotions out of my body and then filter them through its roots and branches to cleanse the negative energy and to cleanse me. And I love, seriously, I love it. And there was just a study put out about the, um, the effect trees have on humans and that there is, uh, some kind of a chemical released by trees that, that calms people. I need to look it up and research that more. I just heard about it the other day in passing from somebody else. So I need to research that, but man, hugging a tree, that's a thing. That's not like a silly hippie thing. That is legit an emotional management technique that you should try because trees are pretty easy to find. I live near mountains and woods, so I just drive over to um, the river. There's great trees everywhere there that I often release my energy into. Another thing I do is I climb down the riverbank and I sit right at the water's edge and I ask the river if it will take my negative emotions and wash them away and then transmute them into something beautiful and useful for the world. The river has never told me no. A tree has never told me no. They've always said yes. I'm not even sure what a no would feel like, but you know, it's an energetic feeling of yes, go ahead. I can take your burden. And so, you know, it might sound weird. It might sound bizarre, but releasing my negativity into nature is so effective that it still shocks me at how great it works to clean me out and lift my vibration. And it always works. So you might look like a crazy person, but I highly suggest you try this one. Um, some other techniques I really like for emotional release are drumming. Um, and what I mean by that is get a drum. It's called a frame drum frame, like a picture frame. Um, the kind that you drum energy with is called a frame drum. Also, some people call them Reiki drums. Um, but mine is a 22 inch Buffalo hide drum. I got it on Amazon. It's made by Remo, R-E-M-O. And if you ever, if you've ever seen me like on TikTok or YouTube, I've got my drum behind me pretty often. I, I keep it right by my desk because I use it pretty frequently. So if you ever see that big moon looking thing behind me, that's my buffalo drum. So the way to use the drum is you hold it with the um, open side towards your body, just a few inches away from your body. And then you beat the drum at yourself. And the vibrations from the drum you set the intention to that the vibrations from the drum are going to break up your negative energy and release it. If you don't set the intention first, it still works, but I always think it's more powerful when you set the intention for something you're going to do. So if you remember, set the intention, this drumming is going to break up my negative energy and release it harmlessly into the atmosphere and then just drum the crap out of yourself. Um, I start just below my ears because if I do it right in front of my face, it's extremely painful to my ears. So I start just below my ears 
and I drum all the way down to my feet and then back up to my ears and I just go up and down for a while. It takes me like probably a full minute to get from my ears to my toes. So I don't go very fast. Um, anyway, I don't know. It works great. It, it's really powerful to break up your negative energy. Plus it's really fun. <laughs> and you're also releasing energy by, you know, the physical activity of beating the drum is also really satisfying. So uh, drumming is one of my other favorite energy management techniques, emotional management techniques, sorry. And then another one that I love <laughs> is anger cleaning. And what that means is that when I am in a super cranky mood, I love to clean my house in a fury. <laughs> I just go through and I, I am fast. I slam things. I make a lot of noise and I just channel all my aggression into cleaning out that mess. So it, it does two things. Anytime you clean your surroundings, it raises your vibration. Always. Anytime you declutter, clean, organize, your vibration of your home goes up, which means your vibration goes up. But also the physical exercise and movement and getting out your aggression also raises your vibration and releases your negative emotions. So I call it anger cleaning. There might be another term for it out there. I'd, I'm sure I'm not the only person that does it, but oh man, it's super effective. And I only do anger cleaning when I am like so triggered that I can't even hold a conversation because I'm so mad. So I rarely get that mad, but when I do, that's what, that's how I deal with it. I go clean something. Uh, another thing I use is a nap. You guys, never underestimate the power of a nap. Sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go check out for 30 minutes. And when I wake up, it's like I had a reset. And the anger's gone and I get to start my day over. It's awesome. So those are my favorite emotional release techniques. Try mine or experiment with your own. See what you come up with. Find one that works for you and start to use it regularly anytime you notice that you're feeling triggered. The more you practice doing this, the more likely you'll be to do it the next time you're triggered. And then eventually, which is the goal, it will become your default reaction. How awesome would that be? When you start to feel triggered, you just by default go into solution mode and get it released. It'd be awesome. No more wallowing, no more blaming, no more numbing or spiraling into lower vibrations. Just process it, find a lesson, learn it so you can move forward, onward and upward. Okay. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, find and follow me there too. I don't post all the same content on all the same social media. So I'll put links into, to all those other platforms in the show notes. Or you can always just search for Kelly K. Walker 
or the queen of manifesting and I should pop right up in your search results. Coming up, I have a speaker training event in February. And um, if you are someone that you've got a message and you want to get it out to the world and you just don't know how to get started, you don't know how to write a speech, you don't know where to go next, this event will be perfect for you. Um, if you go to my show notes, I'll put a link in there. And also, I want to invite you to my five-day retreat. If you are a female and you want to learn how to manifest better, if you want to practice stretching your comfort zone, if you want to do a fire walk with me, you're going to want to come to this retreat. It is going to change your life. I am so excited about this. I can hardly stand it. I love firewalks so much. I've done two now and they were both totally transformational. So we're having a firewalk at my retreat, of course. So it will be May 12th through 16th in Heber City, Utah. We are at about 50% capacity so far, which means I think I can, I have 14 spots left. So if you are ready for some serious transformation, stretching your comfort zone, finding who you really are, why you're here, and how you can affect the world on a bigger scale, you need to be at this retreat. So it's at, uh, it's in my links too. I'll put it in the show notes, but the the link, I have a bit.ly for it, bit.ly forward slash May Influencer Retreat. And again, that is May 12th through 16th in Heber City, Utah. All right, that is it for this episode, you guys. Thank you for listening and thank you for being part of my journey. Everyone go have an amazing day and enjoy a higher vibration. I love you guys and I will talk to you next time. You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom.